Chapter Nineteen of the Pussycat Princess by Edward Anthony. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen on Maui, Hawaii. Hark to the trumpet and the drum! On, on the dogland soldiers come, or if that's faulty grammar low, on, on the dogland soldiers go go come it's all the same to me if that the poem's point you see which is to say the bow-wows moved with speed of which their king approved the army of king fido swept through tabbyland they burned houses destroyed catnip fields cut down clotheslines broke shop windows wrecked trolley cars captured mice-cream men, and dumped their mice-cream into the streets, blew up bridges, cut telephone wires, took lollipops away from pussycat children, ripped up railroad tracks, tore down the statue of Thomas the Fourth that had stood for years in the marketplace, and did whatever other damage they happened to think of. As his soldiers marched along and wrecked everything in sight, king fido as was his habit smiled and simply said very good de room de room de room boom boom de room de room de room boom boom the drums de room like that again while fearless fido led his fighting men they were now within a mile of tabbyland palace not a single pussycat soldier could be seen anywhere this is funny said king fido to one of his generals do you think they have given up so soon i don't think so said the general then where are king thomas's soldiers asked king fido i feel like another battle there is no sense in having a war unless you spend the time fighting i believe said the general that king thomas saying that he could not stop us at kittatonia has massed his soldiers before the palace in a little while we will reach the palace grounds and i think we will meet the tabbyland army there good said king fido i want to try out my new sword de room de room de room boom boom de room de room de room boom boom the drummers pounded more and more de rooming is a part of every war de room de room shush suddenly shushed king fido who was looking through the field glasses i see the tabbyland army before the king's palace i can see their swords and rifles flashing then standing bolt upright on his milk-white steed as was his custom in moments of excitement he said to his soldiers we have a fight on our paws every cat in tabbyland that can carry a gun is waiting for us less than a mile ahead there is little i can say we are fighting for home and country we are here to teach king thomas that he cannot treat our people as he is treating doggy dorothy he must set her free are you ready soldiers ready they cried very good declared king fido then to his milk-white steed giddy up in a few minutes they were within a quarter of a mile of tabbyland palace charge 
cried king fido as they charged the pussycat soldiers of thomas the sixth ran to meet them teach them a good lesson cried the princess pauline who was standing at the gates of the palace with violet yes do defeat them exclaimed violet they are very naughty dogs soon the brave forces of thomas the sixth and fido the fourth were at each other's throats they fought like cats and dogs one might say cannons roared and swords clashed soldiers fell some picked themselves up some didn't the dogland soldiers were having a much harder time of it than they had at kittonia hill there they outnumbered the cats here they were outnumbered in addition the pussycat battleships led by the s s princess pauline flagship of the tabbyland navy stood in tabbyland harbor half a mile away and fired hundreds of cannonballs into the dogland forces the dogland battleships were not present to prevent this they were at the bottom of tabbyland harbor the pussycat battleships had sent them there only an hour before but since good doggies go to heaven a lovely place i hope no tears will flow down anybody's face the dogs fought bravely but could not gain an inch but they did a great deal of damage to the palace and nearby houses and not only houses were damaged the fuzzy wuzzy cannonballers a famous dogland regiment seeing king thomas on the roof of the palace shouting encouragement to his soldiers through a megaphone aimed at him and shot the megaphone to pieces it was a beautiful megaphone made of solid gold except the opening which was hollow and easily worth sixteen fifty pesetas if not seventeen twenty five ha ha laughed king fido when this happened i'll ha ha you cried king thomas angrily you're a fine king sneered the dogland ruler why don't you lead your soldiers instead of saying in the palace where it's safe i'm minding the queen that is why mr smarty resorted king thomas it is my duty ho ho roared king fido that is a good one why don't you let some soldier mind her and come on down here and fight i will be down presently said king thomas my uniform is being pressed i can't very well fight in these sunday clothes king thomas always went to battle in the uniform of the royal kafaloozums a plain suit of black and white striped china silk well when your suit is pressed and you're ready to fight you'll find me on the porch of the palace waiting for you cried king fido you'll never get that far replied king thomas you'll have your head shot off first i will eh said king fido maybe you'll lose yours first take a shot at it soldiers with this the fuzzy wuzzy cannonballers sent a hundred shots at king thomas if the king hadn't ducked behind a chimney he would have not had a head to put his crown on king thomas decided that the roof of the palace was no place for him and went downstairs to see if his suit was pressed for hours the pussycat and bow-wow armies fought 
the dogs no matter how hard they tried could not gain they could have had a better chance if they had taken more bullets with them as a cat has nine lives it took nine bullets to kill a tabbyland soldier but since good pussies go to heaven a lovely place i hope no tears will flow down anybody's face as the afternoon worn on the dogs saw they could not win unless they captured some of the pussycat's bullets king fido sent a dozen brave dogs and ordered them to sneak up behind the tabbyland lines in a supply wagon and bring back a load of bullets we can't hold out much longer he told them unless we get some more bullets go the faithful soldiers bowed and left to carry out the king's wishes the supply wagon bearing the dozen dogs managed to get inside the tabbyland lines and were within a few steps of the pussycat bullet heap when the princess pauline who was standing nearby with violet noticed them and let out a loud meow seize her soldiers cried the leader of the faithful dozen and keep her quiet meow howled the princess as the dogland soldiers seized her meow 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 these meows even louder than the famous ones the princess delivered on violet's back fence saved tabbyland for pussycat soldiers came running from all directions and the twelve doglanders who had started to load the supply wagon had to stop their work and run for their lives if the princess had not noticed them and given the tabbyland soldiers warning the dogs might have loaded the wagon with enough bullets to shoot all tabbyland to pieces angry at the princess because she had ruined their plans the dogland soldiers seized her and threw her into the wagon in a second the twelve soldiers were in the wagon too and whipping up the horses they were soon driving like mad for the dogland lines where hundreds of angry pussycats ran after them and shook their paws at them the pussycats did not dare fire because they knew the princess was in the wagon and they were afraid of hitting her the supply wagon with the captured princess returned in safety to the dogland lines end of chapter nineteen recording by linda marie nielsen on maui hawaii